Alright, we're back everyone with another episode of HW. I'm here, my name's Jim, here with Jack and Kyle. Guys, what's up? Howdy do that. We should have just went cholesterol. Eat Cheerios. <laughs> Eat Cheerios, I'm a quarantine. I mean, everything in sight. We should have went with Kyle's uh, dick size opening. That would have been a lot better than what that just was. I have, right. Yeah, we should restart. No, I'm not. That's it. No, we hit the ground. We're already off. <laughs> we're we're moving. So we put out, uh, you know, a poll earlier today. We weren't really sure what to talk about tonight, so we did some brainstorming, and you know, we came up with some ideas, and we came up with if we were flyers. So in the chat, there were some other names that were thrown around. We decided, you know, we thought Jack was most like Kevin Hayes. We thought Kyle was most like Travis Connect, and we'll talk about why. And uh, I think the guys, you guys agreed that I was, was it Provorov or, or it was Giroux? Captain Claude. Captain Claude. I, and the polls are kind of saying something a little bit different here. There are some interesting votes tallied up here. The polls will end in about, I don't know, they're different. One says 18, one says 20, and I've, I fucked up on mine. Mine and mine apparently ends tomorrow sometime. Because <laughs> <laughs> he jerks more time to vote for Michael Raffle for for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on with that. But so uh, as of right now, Jack, you are sixty four point three percent Kevin Hayes and twenty eight point six percent Oscar Limblom. Now I threw Limblom in there because you know he's a good-looking guy. He scores some goals. You know the the girls like him. He's cute like a puppy. You know, and, and you're a good-looking guy. Everybody likes you. That's also why I put why we put Kevin Hayes in there is because you're a funny guy. Everybody likes you. You know, and you know it looks like the majority of people are voting Kevin Hayes. You got some questions about the Limblom thing now. What are your thoughts on that? You're getting some votes for him. Well, you answered my question. I didn't know why. I mean. Maybe 10 years ago, Limblon would have made sense. Uh, I guess mine should have been Dinah Zubris, Jess, Jeff Carter, and <laughs> Peter Zezel. I'll take the compliment. But uh, yeah, I'm da- I, you guys said Kevin Hayes, and I was like, I couldn't argue it. So I, I'll take that as a comp- an absolute compliment. I loved it. Yeah. I, 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 I only picked Kevin Hayes because you love to talk. And so yeah. it's Kevin Hayes. Cool. I thought you would have gotten Justin Braun, Kyle. Why? Because I'm awesome and worth a second and a third round pick? Because <laughs> you're not worth the, what we paid for you. Not by a long shot. <laughs> um, what was I going to say here? So uh, a reason why, another reason why I thought Limblom is because he's got those flowing locks. And out of us three, Jack, you have probably the best hair, you know, which is not really saying much. But, you know, you have hair out of the three of us. You know, that's that's. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It's like <laughs> it is. I, I meant it the best way possible. I, I know you did. I know you did. But when the competition's non-existent like that, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like, gee, thanks, appreciate it. It's like me being with two girls and I have the biggest dick. Like, <laughs> well, it was really a competition. Thanks. Speaking of the biggest dick, we all know that I have that. 
Pre-show says otherwise. <laughs> you gotta stop counting your whole body. You, when we call you a dickhead, we don't literally. Yeah, mean you it. don't start measuring from your head of your. <laughs> you got. Uh, I won't bring this up because I don't feel like editing that part out. Good. So let's move on to Kyle here. Flyers player, would you say Kyle Warner would be? If listen, you, if Gudis was still a player, it would be a runaway. But he's not, so go ahead, Jim. This your your votes are kind of uh, spread out a little bit here too. I mean, Voracek has the majority, but you got sixteen point seven Scotty Lawton, twenty three point three TK, who we we thought you were, and twenty uh, percent Knack, forty percent Jake Voracek. Which at the last minute when I was putting this in, I'm like, Kyle's definitely Voracek, and then put it in, and boom, forty percent. I'll I'll say real quick. I did vote TK. I didn't vote Voracek. I voted TK as well, especially how he is on Twitter with certain people uh, tweeting things that he doesn't like or vice versa. Yeah, he 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 uh he prods you know he pokes the bear a little bit you know. And so I, I I thought it made sense you know. Uh, I don't think Jake's a bad one either though. No. I think well, he he can dish it out, but he can't take it. It's very very much like Jake. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Go ahead, Kyle. Or should I just we got blocked. Jake? Kyle just blocked me. <laughs> yeah, Everybody's fucking blocked on Twitter. <laughs> I have 600 followers. None of them can see my tweets. <laughs> You're blocked because you yeah, did something. I can, I can see Jake Voracek. Um, I'm a smart ass. I'm sarcastic as shit. Well, you also keep it real. I think that's what yeah. it is the most, the sarcastic part. Yeah. Yeah, Jake's a dick, but he, he also is uh, from from what we can see and what we've heard from people in the locker room. He's a good guy, so I would say that describes Kyle somewhat. Cheers. Oh, by the way, sorry everybody for my uh, two month old puppy. Probably this entire episode, whining and yiping. Bjorn made his first appearance. Bjorn, it's Bjorn. Marty Bjorn. Goodis and Marty. <laughs> Fuck you. I would never name my... That dude looked like a serial killer. <laughs> Heard that before. I really have. I mean, he really did, dude. You thought... you? Th- we think Scotty Lawton looks like a serial killer. That motherfucker looked like he just ate people. I liked Marty Buran. Jeez. Oh, he was He's a nice st- guy. Just the goalie during a very bad period of time in Philly. I think he's a color guy for the Sabres now. If not a color guy, then he does like the uh, the post game stuff. Let's not bring race into it, Jim. <laughs> okay, let's move on. This sounds explicit. We haven't even said a curse word yet. Really? That's I don't think I'm so. very Did impressed. Did anybody say anything? I don't, I don't know, but let's see how long we can go. No, let's fuck see how... that. Oh my god. And that didn't take long. All right, so you guys said Giroux for me. I don't know what the fuck's going on with mine. I got Michael Roffel has the second most votes. What about me is Michael Roffel like? Jim, you're just like the nicest guy. Like you're you're. I never understood the angry with you. You know what I mean? Like I, you you were everybody likes you. You're very personable, easy to talk to. People like you. You know, you don't really if somebody argues with you, you're very much like, hey, man, that's my view. You're entitled to yours or me and Kyle go off the handles. You know, 
You're just like, hey, I see your view. It's okay. Raffles, like, for the most part, everybody likes him. Like, it's, I'm surprised that Elliot wasn't on your list and, you know, guys like that. We, we voted Drew, though. We voted Drew. You know, you're the captain. See, that's what's really interesting because, you know, you guys voted Drew and he's got the third uh, most votes. We both voted TK for Kyle and Voracek has the most votes. I voted for Hayes for you and Hayes has the most votes. So it's just, it's weird. You know, I, I'm interested to see why the why these people voted the way they did. I should have put, you know, explain your vote if you want at the bottom because they're interesting. Nobody does that. Yeah, I know. You'll get Nobody like ever one. Does that, yeah. You'll get like one. It'll be like because you're a fucking jerk off. Will be the response, right? That's why. <laughs> you have a small penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So we'll check on those in uh later on in the show. I think they they should all be coming to an end except for mine, which. I mean, what do you expect? None of, nobody's actually ever seen us play hockey, for God's sake. So they're gonna go with their whatever the hell they feel like at that t- moment in time. So. Well, I mean, uh-huh. in in all fairness, uh, we were kind of basing it off personality, right? Yeah, if they saw oh, me dude. play hockey, I would no doubt I'd be uh, uh fuck Chris that. Stewart. True. What, what? How much of a sample size of personality do they have of the Flyers? To be real, I mean, especially a guy like Raffle. Like, like, how do they know his personality that well? I can see Drew Voracek, but Raffle, like, yeah. But if they're doing it based off how they play, then you guys got Hazen and uh, Voracek, and I got Michael Raffle. Like, what the fuck? Sucks to suck. Uh, you saw, hey, you had some first line minutes. <laughs> You had a 20-goal season, Matt Reed. I mean, uh, Raffle. Would you rather have Matt Reed or Michael Raffle? First, like would you Matt rather Reed have in his prime. When, he, wow. when Matt Reed first came up those first two years, hell yeah, fucking he was, yeah. He was good, man. Jack, did you say Raffle? I like Raffle. I like his all-around game. I think there's a reason Raffle's been here for a certain amount of time and Reed fizzled out. Very interesting. I expected that to be uh, one one the other way around. Very just very because fun. Reed belonged on the decade list because he was here for almost the entire decade. Uh, here we go. <laughs> doesn't doesn't mean I'm gonna. List. I like the guy. Okay, here we go. Would you rather have? I'm gonna let me put this poll up real quick. Would you rather have Matt Reed in his prime? That who, okay. Lengthy time that that was. <laughs> Who would you rather have in their prime? People are going to be like, "What? The, when the fuck was Michael Raffles' prime? I guess when Hacksaw put him on the first line. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Billy Lano's prime. Oh, God. We had Buffalo a bit hard on that one, huh? <laughs> How long do you guys want to keep this one up for? Till next week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so whatever we tell you, Jim, we'll just times it by 10 because that's what it's going to be. <laughs> All right, let's go for... Uh, Six days. We'll discuss it on next week's show. All right. So, uh, like I said, we'll get back to the voting in a second. We'll have some cool would-you-rather questions. We're going to sim the playoffs. And, Jack, why don't you talk about that a little bit? I noticed this on one of my Phillies podcasts. They were simming the start of the uh, MLB season, and he was just talking about who pitched and the stats and all that. And I was like, you know, I'm curious to see – what would happen in NHL 20? Not that EA makes good games or anything, but it's really all we have. So I did uh, best of seven, 20 minutes, continuous OT, superstar mode, full simulation to get the most up-to-date statistics you could possibly get. I got the rosters down 
can't say for every team, but definitely the Flyers. Like I took Patrick out, Limblom out. Uh, we have Grant. We have Nate Thompson and what have you. Injuries, for the most part, are reversed. Like every, the, the full squads of all the teams. Um, so we played Pitt. We were the home team. Uh, I only did the first four games of the first round. Uh, first first game, Flyers. They won. They beat Pitt five to two. They uh, it was good to see. They actually gave up the first goal, uh, but then they had a five goal second period. Goals from Jake. Uh, they brought I brought up Morgan Frost, Raffle, JVR, and Ghost of all people. Walking out of the goal in the third. Um, there was no bear. There was a shitload of penalties. One thing I noticed that was really odd was Malkin had three different hooking penalties and got into a fight. <laughs> so I don't think that would happen. The fighting part would happen. Oh, Flyers man. game two, they won six nothing. That was fantastic. Raffle or Jim Niskanen, Grant, JVR, Myers, and Jake just killing it. I mean, if this actually happened, I'd lose my shit. Barely any penalty minutes, no fights. Game three, Pittsburgh took this one four to two. Grant, Malkin, JVR, and then it was all Pitt from there. Marlowe got in, Malkin again. I noticed there was no Crosby, so I checked. Like, I don't see Crosby in the score sheet at all. Turns out probably around game two, he got a concussion. He's out indefinitely. That would be awesome to see. I'd be all about that. <laughs> <laughs> And Nate Thompson fought Jack Johnson. Uh, game four, Philly took it three to two. Pitlick with a goal. And Giroux finally got on the score sheet, not once, but twice. Scored the game-winning power play goal in the third period with less than five minutes remaining to close out that game. The Flyers are up three games to one as it stands. Uh, a couple of notes. Malkin has ten penalty minutes in four games, eight of which were for hooking. Crosby, while well, I explain what happened to him with his injury... Yensel and Latang are completely silent. Murray has been Matt Murray has been pulled twice. They're starting Murray over Jerry. And for the general playoffs right now, the goal leader, and this is probably could happen, Leon Dreisaitl leads in four games played with five goals. Assists are between three players, McDavid being one of them, McAvoy and Shnestikov with five. And then the points leader is Shnestikov with eight, as they're up three games to one against the Capitals, which I'd be shocked if that happened. And the penalty, <laughs> the top leaders in penalty minutes are Mal- Malkin with 10, Wilson with 9, and Marshan with 9. Mm-hmm. And Holpe is statistically the worst goalie through four games by far. He was pretty bad this season, so. It's what I'm saying. Some of this stuff's pretty on point. Um, other than that, for the Flyers, Jake leads with three goals. He's tied with Proby for four assists and points with seven points. So through the first four games, Flyers looking pretty good. Everything else is kind of a shit show. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see if it looks like they're going to get out of the first round. So, hey, maybe this will last a little bit longer than I thought it would. Um, if I don't think it's that crazy. Some of the things are a little weird. You know, no way if Crosby ever got hurt like that, the Flyers would automatically be eliminated from the playoffs via Gary Bettman. So that mm-hmm. won't happen. But everything else is pretty much, you know, could happen on point. Very interesting. I still don't know how Holpe made the All-Star game this year. Popularity contest. I, it has to be, right? Because he had like an over three goals against average. I think he was fucking terrible. <laughs> Hart then, had a better case than he did. Yeah, and then Jari completely fell off a cliff after the All-Star game. See, so that's the thing with Pittsburgh goalies. Those teams are 
are good, and this is what like kind of like pisses me off a little bit more. They're good, but they had some glaring weaknesses. Whereas the Flyers were solid from top to bottom. Yeah, uh, with them, it was it was about gelling as a team, and once they did, once they hit their stride, where were the weaknesses? Yeah. Even the power play was coming around. You know, yeah. like a couple of what we don't know what the fuck to do with Ghost. Uh, Hart had the rebound control. A couple of things here and there. They even addressed weaknesses. Like Grant was looking good. That was our one pickup. He was looking better than half of the play. Like better than Zucker and Pitt. Better than you know any other the, any of the other big moves. They were really rolling, man. Yeah, and right away they traded for Derek Grant, and he's contributing right away. Like everything was working out. You know, like oh man, that's going to start to piss me off. Who were, who were the other teams? Boston and uh, Tampa Bay, right? Those were the other two teams we were afraid of. Yeah. Man. I mean, well, Tampa's they added to. They're just they were they're stacked to begin with. They were finding their game after their really slow start. Uh, Boston led the league in points, I believe. Um, yeah, they did. They were just 100. that top line, you know. Yeah. And they got other pieces too, but you know that top line and Tuka Rask, I think, has really been separating them from the rest of the league. They're definitely beatable, but it's yeah, it would be tough. I'm just well, glad we're not in that division because they're very top heavy. Uh, Flyers Bruins would have been a hell of a series. I would rather have seen that would have been an Eastern Conference Finals, man. Shit. Yeah, not because like I didn't want to play Tampa Bay and like I really, I really didn't want to play them, but not that Boston would be any easier. Obviously, best team in the league uh, points wise, but I think that series just would have been it would have been a great, great series. You know, Brad Marchand stirring the pot. Oh yeah, especially if it was the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean. We beat those. We were, we we're like two and one against Boston this year. We just lost the, our first game. It was our last game we played the season. But we were, we had their number this year. Uh, they're definitely a be, and, you know, a lot of close games too. All those games were close. I think that well, the one was a. I don't know if we came back or was a blowout, but I'm pretty sure we won the one where Marchand overskated the puck. That was the comeback game, I think. Yeah, I was uh, there for it. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember the first time we played them. I don't know if it was a blowout. I think it was just uh, we just beat them, and then they beat us by like two goals or something. Like it was close games. Kyle, you said you were there for the Marchand uh, goal or, or overskate. Did we know that? Yeah, yeah. He talk, we when we talked about, about it, it, he said it. I don't remember you saying. I that. ended up smashing my head on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this. We asked them about the crowd reaction when it, like live when it happened. Because, you know, there was confusion at first. Uh-uh, not with us. Well, I, they, I know that. Crowd was like, I'm not worried about you guys. The place down. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what's... You know what, though? I think the crowd reaction helped the refs, like, yeah, we're not even going to bother with Toronto here. We're just going to make the call. He touched it. Because they were, they were thinking about it. They got together. They huddled up. And they're like, what do we do here? I don't know. These guys are probably going to kill us if we don't get this right. And then the call was made, and that was the game. They Kyle, thought about it, though. You know they did. Let me ask you, dude, because I mean, we all know what it's like, you know, sitting in the stands watching the Flyers, and you know they're they're obviously playing the Bruins and Marchand's taking the last shot in the shootout. You know, everybody's up on their feet. They want them to fucking do something dumb, or you know, they want them to get stoned, whatever it is. And Marchand overskates the puck, and we know what it's like in there. What was it like, dude? Like from start to finish, like the the uh, the buildup. It was. Uh, for me personally, I can't speak on behalf of the entire crowd. I can speak on behalf of myself, which I assume 
uh, at least half the people in the building were feeling the same thing. First off, the game was an emotional roller coaster, to say the least, because Boston uh, was on fucking fire. I uh, believe it was the first period and a little bit of the second. They scored twice, took a two-goal lead at some point, I believe, and the whole crowd was just kind of like, ah, oh, here we go, like that. We've seen this before, and the Flyers fought back, got it all the way to a shootout, and that place was electric the entire time. When Marshan was going up for that puck, I had so much anxiety, and the second I seen that puck move and Marshan kept skating, I lost it. I was like, that's it. It's done. I jumped up. I hit my head on the roof in the box. <laughs> Bro, I really, yeah, I slammed my head. The whole crowd. There wasn't a person in that stands that were uh, sitting in their seats. Nobody. That's cool, was, man. I believe it was it an was, awesome game. Because one of the, I love seeing this too. They were so wild. They had the camera on Marshan. And the camera was doing this, like where it was shaking. You could see it wasn't steady because they're slamming on the thing. You know, they're they were losing their minds. And you see him giving his like, yeah, I touched the puck face, but I don't want anybody to know. And it's it was just going nuts. I'm just like, he he fucking touched that puck. This game's over. So help me God if they try to overturn this shit. You know, before the show, when we were kind of kicking some topics around, uh, we mentioned you know, most memorable moments of the season. And that's definitely one of them. Oh this season, yeah. It was a weird season. You know, if it, if it is over and it looks like at least a regular season is over, there are some, there's some really memorable moments. And, uh, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. I don't know if you thought about it before the show or not. What are some of your guys? I'll give you a couple. What are some of your favorite moments of the season? We could start Jack. Go ahead. <laughs> what was Kyle ready to go? I, I, was ready, I, at the I don't have my screen up here. If you go ahead, if you got no, something no, ready no. to go. Uh, so uh, I've been to uh, I think fourteen games this year, fourteen home games this year, and uh, by far uh, the Boston game sticks out, obviously because that was just a memorable moment, like in NHL history. What player forgets the fucking puck at center ice? Like, I'm never going to forget that. But my favorite moment so far of the season, which I was also at, was the Columbus comeback. Uh, yeah, it was, a Hall- back it was a Halloween-ish? That something one? like that, I believe. And then uh, Kevin Hayes scored an OT. Oh, I lost it, bro. <laughs> I lost it. I got a couple, actually. Um, well, two of them are Carter Hart. The first one is the save against... Um, Taylor Hall, he snagged it. It was like the second game of the season. That glove save he made was fantastic. Uh, that was more um, – it wasn't as much good positioning as it was luck and reaction, where the same glove save he made against, I want to say, Miko Ratnan was just he knew it was coming, and he was there almost before the shot was – or before the shot was even taken. Um and I'd say, oh, I had another one I almost forgot. Oh, uh, I'd say Morgan Frost's first goal, because it was not the fact that it was his first goal. It's how he scored. It was like a really great hockey play, hockey smarts play, kind of like lifted it, almost didn't catch it, you know, when he first scored. Holy shit, what was that? I must have watched that replay like six times. Um, Do you remember who they were playing in that game, Jack? 
I want to say Carolina, but I could be wrong. I got to go back. It was like no late November, right? Just because I'm going to go, I'm going to, I mean, I could Google Morgan Frost first goal, but you know, I'll put a, a poll or something out later on with, with your guys' answers on it. Morgan Frost was, first goal. Uh, I'm not sure. I thought it was, uh, I'm really not sure, but uh, it was, he took everybody by surprise and it looked so sweet, like lost our minds. Uh, and then another thing that sticks out is how about Farabee's game where he scored like three goals and had two assists and everything was called back. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Against the Blackhawks, wasn't it? I think so. The second time they played them, I want to say. And Kevin Hayes was responsible for like two of the goals being called back. That's right. On the offsides. I remember when they started the year. You know, we had... I'm going to say I was excited for Flyers hockey, but I was trying to temper my excitement because I didn't know what to expect. We know that the team had so many weapons. Of course, they made a couple of tweaky moves, bringing in Niskan and Braun and Kevin Hayes. And I think at this point, you know, we still didn't know what Kevin Hayes was going to do, you know. So I don't want to say uh, I wasn't exactly against the move, but I wasn't exactly as on board with Kevin Hayes as I am now, obviously, uh, before game one. And I think after that, the Blackhawks game, what we watched it all over Kyle's house, if you guys remember, I'm sure. And we saw Konechny fly- <laughs> <laughs> flying all over the ice, right? And we saw Limblom out on the wing and Couturier skating up and down the ice playing great defensive hockey. And it was like, wow, this team looks pretty good. And then they come out and they absolutely dominate New Jersey at home. After that game, I'm like, holy fuck, like I'm on board with this team. This team looks completely different than they've looked, you know, in years past. And then, uh, of course, I mean, I'll remember this this year as, you know, the Oscar Lindblom thing, of course. Like, who saw that coming? That kind of really stands out to me. And then, unfortunately, the the nine-game winning streak and the season's done type thing, you know. They were finally coming around. They were going to do it. And. I'll always look back and, and be like, what if with this team? This is going to be that team. What if, right? It all was coming together, and then it was just all kind of just whoosh, pulled out from Mondia uh, out of nowhere. So the thing is, like, this is one of the most memorable seasons in the last couple of years, and there's a lot of positive things. You guys mentioned four or five of them right here. This team, is they're exciting, and what's cool is most, if not all, of these guys are going to be back next year. There's a lot to be excited for. Good memories here, guys. You got anything else? Any more before? One, I, one yeah. more. One more that pops up into my head was uh, right before the break, since we mentioned it, when they uh, spanked the Rangers in the home and home. That's when right. everybody was talking about how, how the Rangers are on fire and this, that, and the other thing, and we were all kind of nervous. And that also brings me to that other one where uh, they spanked Columbus in the home and home as well. When everybody was talking about, Oh, Columbus and even us, me, myself went, you know what? If you're going to lose, lose in overtime. And if you're going to win, win in regulation. And I I thought they were going to split it with Columbus and they ended up beating them in both games. I was like, Holy shit. This team may have what it takes. That's when things started to change for you too. That was back to back weeks. It was the Columbus stuff. We finished out the week. And then the following weekend was the Rangers shit. And it's like, Jesus, every tough task, that this team has faced, like they've they've come away with the best possible result, you know. Like I think they won one of those Columbus games in overtime, 
And it's like, all right, the better result would have been winning in regulation. But Jesus, can you really ask for more? Like they, you know, beat them both. I remember they played Washington for the first time earlier this year, and we were they lost in overtime, and we were like raving about how well they played. By the end of the year, I remember playing. They were playing for first place or catching up to them. They spanked them. It was like the third time they played them. They won. Yeah, won five to two on like a Wednesday night rivalry night away. You know, I remember being a chicken peach for that game. We were going fucking ape shit. That game was huge, and they just dominated them. That team, they just were the better team most nights after the All Star break. It was absolutely insane. The Flyers went three zero and one against the Capitals this year. Isn't that crazy? It's, and they still were behind them in the standings. I mean, it's just they were the best team in the league, Washington, for a large half of the first portion of the season. Like they re- like really were, and they started falling off. But the Flyers, they just they could have easily top. gone four and zero against them. I mean, they, they lost. Don't go away from it doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like a, I mean, they were. Too, I think they were two. Uh, I think they were one one and one against Pitt, which is I don't know average. But yeah. they handled. Why well, you're also playing the refs. <laughs> yeah, touche, touche. Uh, they only, they, I mean, they, for the most part, I, what are they against the Devils? Were they two and one or one and one? I know they had the one real bad loss. Yeah, but two I think and one. Twice. Yeah, okay. Jack, I remember that game. Yeah, me too. Kyle's bad luck. Oh anyway. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who? Uh, I mean, they beat Carolina, who was projected to be at another playoff round. Like they made the playoffs last year. I think they went to the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston, and all they did was add. You know, the Carolina team added. They didn't really lose anything over the uh, yeah, over the off season. And we handled them as well. The only other team that really had a number of the Islanders, uh, and we had some, if we want to talk about memorable games, we had a really bad loss against them. We're up three nothing in the third period, gave up all three goals and lost in overtime. Like, that sucked. Um, but I think we overtime or was that the one that they scored with like no, that was a different. We came back in that game and then gave up the the goal to not even get a point. Oh God, that oh, that was gut wrenching too. But the, yeah, that's what I mean. The, both those games were against the Islanders. And it's like Jesus Christ, man! Can we not? What is what is with it with this team? Uh, but right now, if it playoffs were to start suddenly, Islanders would be out to the old playoff structure anyway. So they, for the most part, they handled their division, which is best division in hockey. You know, they were storming up the rankings. I mean, they were. You're right, Jim. I can't argue it. Like you, it's funny. You were on. You started that train. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna win the division and we're gonna win the cup. Uh, Ain't doesn't seem that fucking crazy now, does it? Or did didn't? Uh, that's what's so like disheartening because they were gonna do it. So real quick, I, so I wrote a, an article while the Flyers were actually still playing, and it was about you know why the Flyers were legit Stanley Cup contenders. And in the article, I put the Flyers have gone sixteen four and four this year against Metro teams. Sixteen four and four, three zero and one against the Caps, three and zero against the Rags, three zero and one against the Hurricanes. And 4-0 against the Blue Jackets. All playoff caliber teams. Last year, just last year, they went 10-16-2 and didn't record a victory over the Caps, Blue Jackets, or Hurricanes. And they dominated those three teams. Yeah. It really, really is, dude. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, coaching is a big part of that. Vigneault's been a godsend. I mean, it is night and day. And you can see it. You can see the confidence in the players and their play. There's a game plan. They believe in what they're doing. <laughs> There's not a clown behind the bench. That, on top of having the right players in the right spots and putting guys out there starting an optimal lineup, you know, not benching 
Lindblom for Weiss, that kind of shit. You know. Do you, do you guys remember before the season where like the Metro is the toughest division in hockey by far, right? Remember we were saying that? Yeah. The Flyers went 16-4 and 4 against it. That's why when you say this this they were going to do something this year, I'm like, I told yeah, they were. Any, yeah, they really anything were. that you're going to judge a good team by, the Flyers were dominating whatever that would bring up any stat you know like towards the end it was like okay yeah you know they they've you know, they uh they beat in columbus twice sure they beat uh florida twice yeah they just spanked the rangers now they need a long you know winning streak boom nine game winning streak even teams in earlier in the season that they lost to that I, at that time i was like this is a good uh, you know um just to see where they're at. Like, you know, it's early in the season, but they usually lose to these teams. And they lost early in the season. Like Florida, the Panthers, is a perfect example of this. I'm like, that team added. They usually have our number. They they beat us like four to one. And then, like, we play them the second time around when we're rolling. And we're just, throughout the entire game, we're just the better team. And we beat them, you know. All right, we're playing. This is a trap game. They don't fall into the trap. All right, we got to take care of business against Detroit. They're a bad team, but you never know. Flyers teams are old would lose. Find a way to lose these games. Take they take care of business. Ottawa, same deal. Take care of business. All right, we got a really tough matchup against this team. They win not one but both home on homes with Columbus and the Rangers. Like, what more could you ask for for this friggin' team outside of going undefeated? Uh, for them to keep playing. <laughs> uh, that's- that's out of our hands, buddy. I think uh, Schneider made a deal with the devil in the Brasserie bully days, and we're all paying for it. Yeah, yeah but he's dead. The deal's off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's it's got family. Over, he's got family. That's how those deals last. That's how they are. Well, they get can, you and your family. Well, can the devil pay me a visit so I can cut him another fucking deal so the Flyers can get out of this shit? It's not be how careful, it works. Be careful what you <laughs> ask for, dude. It's not how it works. All right, maybe let's move on from the devil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All I can picture is that lady from the water boy. <laughs> He's the devil's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in an electricity. That's the, that's, the devil. That's the sound bite for the end of the episode. <laughs> NHL's the devil. You did it good. That Gary Bettman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Did you want to do awards, or do you want to do that for next week, Jack? I suppose we could you do have it any, next week. Do you have anything jotted down? No. <laughs> Come up with awards question, or well, like award. Unless you want to like just bullshit it. Yeah, I don't have any. I'm not really feeling creative right now. I'm like I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, we could do the Chase Utley Bobblehead Award. Like I got nothing. Yeah, sounds like uh, we should do it next week. all right right, let me write that down real quick write that down and cut this out yeah kyle cut that out all right oh no 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 no. not me Um, okay so let's you know what we were just talking about playoffs and whatnot and how the flyers were definitely going to win the stanley cup this year there's been talk for let me bring up two things here so the first one is and i just want to kind of skim through it real quick because this isn't really the meaty part did you guys see anything about the NHL kind of erasing any games played over 68 games and cutting all teams to 68 games? Did you see that? No, like they, they would take away oh, points and all that? Right. No, I didn't yeah. see anything about that. So there was talk about, you know, because obviously there's teams that have played odd number of games now, right? 
like the Flyers, I don't know what the Flyers have played, 69. There's 70. teams that have played, okay, 70. There's teams that have played 70 and 68 and whatnot. So they were talking about cutting everybody back to 68. If that happens, if they go with that scenario, do you know who would be in first place in the Metro Division? The fucking Philadelphia Flyers. Wouldn't that be crazy? I would take it. But then again, I wouldn't because that would also put the Islanders in the eighth. Or in that fucking wild card that we'd have to play them. Yeah. And I don't want to play the fucking Islanders in the first round. So let's not fucking do that. Okay, that's interesting. So you would rather not win the Metro and finish second? I'd rather, play I'd, I'd rather let um, somebody else take teams I'm afraid of. So I, I, I do not like to match up with the Islanders. They have our number. They just do. We don't play well against them. Fair enough. Um, so if... Any scenario that the NHL uh, implicates here, I don't want it to end in the Flyers versus the fucking Islanders. Please. Okay. Yeah, if we were still rolling like we were when we were playing, I might feel differently. But us being cold like this, yeah, I have to agree with Kyle. That would. Ugh. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take anything I can get at this point. But I'll take Flyers versus Pittsburgh round one right now, as is. Because I have no fear of fucking Pittsburgh whatsoever. We get home ice, though. We, we've earned it. Okay. Home ice in North Dakota, maybe. Yeah, yeah. in the an point. empty fucking stadium. The point. Is it North Dakota, or is it going to be, uh, I heard, uh, Phoenix or some shit? I heard Vegas. Wow, really? Yeah, because all the hotels are empty. Makes sense. Vegas is shut down, so they were just going to have everybody in the hotels. Mm. right next to the stadium and then meh game meh, but they were gonna have games all day long like mm. tournaments like tournament style like oh you guys are out next guy's in that's well, really- no just just a seven game series but so uh game one pittsburgh versus, versus philly 8 a.m yeah game one uh tampa bay versus whoever the fuck uh at one in the afternoon. Oh, that's retarded. Whatever, you know, a ridiculous. Damn it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is, the, dude, what is it? The Olympics? Like, come on. You know but, what? I though, mean, like, I guess if you gotta get it done, you gotta get it done, right? Yeah. I don't know how else. You I, do I'd be okay it. for them playing game after game after game. At Eight a.m. games just as too early. They gotta start at least at one or something. Give us a chance to watch the games. Well, that's that's the thing. I don't. They would if. If the NHL does that, there's no way they're going to use that because they're not going to be able to profit off of it. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, if everybody's still home and in quarantine, a lot of people are going to be watching, except all of us essentials, not including Jim. Yeah, I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, I'll appreciate it. Don't worry about that. Group chat. Um, What about, like, corona concerns with that? Like... They said they were going to test every single person before they put them in the hotel. So everybody gets tested. If you get tested and you come back negative, you go to the hotel with people in a vehicle that also tested negative. Wow. So they would make sure everybody in the stadium tested negative and they would not be allowed contact with anybody at all outside of people that were tested. So you'd never have to – it would be like quarantining the whole NHL in a building, essentially. Wow, that's really interesting. Also, p- kind of risky, I feel like. 
Because now you're trusting everybody not to fuck around. No, I think it would be fucking uh, like, what if a playoff game got real heated? And now these dudes are in the same hotel together? Yo, you better have some security staff on hand. Somebody gets into the mini bar. Oh, we're going to have a brawl. (laughs) You know what they should have in there, though? Somebody like carrying Reality. around like a, like a TV crew. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm picturing like <laughs> wrestling, like behind the scenes and wrestling. Oh my oh god. My god. We have so and so in the same bar. Like, could you imagine TK starting some shit at the Continental Breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Put through a cake. Gang, you nerd. <laughs> you don't even have chocolate chips in those pancakes, you fucking nerd. <laughs> god. You put chocolate chips in your pancakes. Get the table. I do. Wow. Oh, people eat pancakes without chocolate chips? Wow. Um, chocolate chip can- pancakes are banging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Sorry, I don't, I, honestly, though, I don't see anything happening. I, I just, it I all think. feels like, this, I just going to get, still, I still am in this going to get worse before it gets better. We hear that it's, you know, we've reached the apex or we're very close to it and supposed to be, I, I, there's too much of a health risk. I just can't see it happening anytime soon. And I'm worried about what, what's wave two once they start lifting restrictions. Mm. And all these people, because I, I mean, I'm going to be one of, well, I'm going to try my best not to be one of them. But the second they're like, hey, the bar's open, I'm going to be like, I'm going to the fucking bar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you already had Corona. So you, you got to, you build up antibodies. I'm immune to everything. Yeah, you're good. I think I am too, man. Honestly, I, I don't, I haven't done any of the precautionary stuff. Like, I sometimes wear gloves, but that's it. You know what's funny? I went into Wawa this morning for a Red Bull, and I did not bring a mask. And everybody in there had a mask. And they're not supposed to be allowed in without a mask. Well, I didn't fucking know that, dick. I was, (laughs) well, all these people are fucking looking at me funny (laughs) as shit. And I'm like, why the fuck's everybody staring at me? And then I realized when I exited, there's a big sign that says, you're not allowed in here without a mask. And I'm like, well, it's good security, I guess. I was <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. They canceled our food order on Easter. We had to go shopping, and every single person in there had a mask. I had to, I had, wasn't allowed in without one. All right, cool. Whatever. I went to go get my dog food on Friday, I think it was. And I, like, swing open the door, you know, like I always do, ready to go grab a bag of food. You can't come in here without a mask. I'm like... All right, well, what if I put my shirt over my face like this? And they're like, nah, nah, you got to stand outside the door. We'll get your food and blah, blah, all that shit. Like, hey, whatever. So let me guess. You took your shirt off and made it something to put around your nose and mouth just for your time <laughs> being. <laughs> it was, uh, for whatever reason, it was cold that day. Or else maybe I would have. But I was like, <laughs> really? Like, can I just put my shirt over my face? Like, I, you know, you just, you, when you People- go get food, the dog food, you go in, you get out. People like cut up shirts and stuff, and it was like the weakest looking thing, but it got them in the store. So whatever. I Bandanas. Have a couple. That's the one that cracks me up. Yeah, I, seen, I saw around. a lot of that too. It, it looks like a fucking gang war. People <laughs> wearing purple, and blue, and red. I'm like, oh boy, oh. somebody's gonna get shot. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like, yeah, he's like, oh, I'll make off with the register. You have the car ready, like, because they had the bandanas over their faces. Like, okay, you know. I, I thought about that. I'm like, everybody's in here covering their faces, and no one's thinking about taking anything. That well, was the first thing saw, that. My wife saw somebody put something up his shirt, but I know what you mean. Like they straight up, like going to the register. Dude, like, that was the first thing that popped into my head. I'm like, how is this safer? Like, if, if you own a business and people are walking in with their faces covered, 
for me, it's like, is this guy an employee? Or is this guy going to steal something? What the fuck is this guy doing in here? Like, usually if someone has their face covered, it's like, this guy is a shady fuck. Now everyone's got their face covered. You could just go in and take... I'm not giving anyone fucking ideas, okay? So don't don't go stealing shit from people. I'll... You heard that here first. Jim advocated it's perfectly okay to steal as much as you want as long as your face is covered. But that popped into my head, though. Like, it's so easy to take shit now. I don't know. That's yeah. just the way my mind works, I guess. I think I don't even think it's so much as just like holding up the register, but like just little things like putting something under your shirt or something like that. They're not checking for that shit. They're just looking to see that you got your shit covered and you're not touching them or touching whatever and you got gloves. That's their number one concern. So I kind of agree. I think you could probably get away with shit you normally couldn't then, for yeah, sure. I mean, half the people work and don't even want to be there. So like if even if I if I somebody does see somebody taking something, they're gonna be like, ah, fuck this shit, you know. Well, just, I, I used to I used to work at Home Depot, and like the guys, the loss prevention guys, if somebody was stealing something, they would like physically like grip them up and be like, you know, wait till the police arrive. Ain't nobody touching nobody right now. That's a good fucking point, man. Yeah, just start fucking coughing and hacking on people. Oh, yeah, if they came near you, sir, uh, you have to pay for that. <laughs> You're gone. You're good. <laughs> take it, take it. You coughed on it, just take it. It's yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like walk out. Just cough all over it. Yeah, you're good. That's some fucked up shit, actually. Dude, you know, I, I was thinking this the other day. I seen an article. Um, some jerk off in Montreal or Toronto or wherever was in an elevator spitting on the buttons. He was uh, by himself, fuck. by himself in an elevator spitting on the buttons. And I thought to myself. What the fuck is going through that guy's head? Like, ah, I'm going to spit on these buttons. Like, th- first off, don't you know by now it's the 20th century? There's a fucking camera in every elevator that shows the entire elevator. You're an idiot. Secondly, what did you gain from that? Nothing. Like, if you don't have corona, right, and <laughs> you're not intentionally trying to distribute it to people... What do you gain by spitting on buttons in an elevator with nobody watching? Some people want to see the world burn. That's all I say. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like I'm like, no, man, not at all. People suck. People do suck. Just wants to get on TV or something, you know? People are people are fuck. To quote George Carlin, people are fucking goofy. <laughs> Real quick, because we talked about how much people suck on a podcast episode. Uh, I did with Tim Howley of Fit for an Autopsy. So if you want to hear us talk about how much people suck, check that one out. It was pretty good. What do you say we move on to another one of our topics here, guys? Before we talk about how much uh, you know you could steal with these masks and whatnot. Uh, oh, here's what I wanted to ask you about the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm sorry, I was taking you down the road. We got sidetracked a little bit. Would you be okay watching playoff hockey with no fans? Yes. Yeah, I just want hockey. I just want sports, man. Especially hockey, but mm-hmm. sports. I, I don't give it a, I need a shit. Yeah, I, I want. To, I'm gonna watch. There's yep. only so many times I can fucking throw my controller at the wall before I just need to watch hockey because NHL 20 sucks. EA Sports. If you're listening to this, go fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I'll I'll tag them in the episode. Please fuck EA Sports. Uh, so like. You know what it would create, though? Because some people are like, if there's no fans in the stands, there's not going to be any playoff atmosphere. I don't want to fucking watch 
guys play hockey with no fans and okay like i i get that but it's like so you're telling me if it's not what you expect you don't want it at all which in my opinion is a shitty way of thinking you know um it would create a whole new way to watch games together right so like imagine the flyers are playing in the playoffs right now and you want to watch it with friends. You know, everyone's doing these Google Hangouts or these FaceTime group chats, whatever the fuck they're called, right? Imagine we're watching a game. Me, you, ja- uh, me, Kyle, Jack all sitting together watching a game like this. It would still be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, absolutely. We- it depends how the game went because I'm sitting oh, in yeah, front of sure like a decent it's- amount of expensive equipment. And I get pretty heated when they don't do good. So, like, I really don't want to punch my laptop or something. <laughs> Okay, I but, I get your point, Jim. And to the people that have an issue with, well, I won't be a playoff <laughs> at this point with everything that's happened. The friggin' games are gonna be played in the summer, and you're telling me about playoff atmosphere? Like, you gotta take what you can get. You'll yeah. they'll get over it. Like, if they want really want hockey, it don't matter what's going on as long as it's being televised and the players that you want to see are there competing at a compete level. They want to win, and that's all you need. And I get what you're saying, Jim, and that's exactly what's going to happen because I already had friends of mine call me on a Sunday and do that. We all just bullshitted for like two hours. Hockey would only enhance that. Hell yeah. Yeah, because you can't. It wasn't playoff atmosphere. Yeah, it's also July. (laughs) We should be talking about who the Flyers just signed. Instead, we're watching round two of the playoffs. Like, come on. Yeah, that's another interesting point, though. If. They do start. What, what did I see? I believe Kevin Hayes was interviewed uh, yesterday, maybe today. I think it was yesterday. And he said that they're, they're uh, trying to make plans as far out as July 15th to start back up or start the playoffs. What's that do to free agency? Where's free agency get moved? Or does it just freeze teams in the playoffs? I don't know. I mean, I guess. That's I would tough, guess, man. but. They, what do I really know? They're going to make up their own stuff. We're in uncharted waters, so they're just going to make make it up and say this is what is. I could speculate all I could, but I, everything's going to be condensed. I think the start of next season, depending on when this all starts, could be pushed back just a tad. Um, nothing crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, free agency, the length of it, it's technically it starts on July 1st, but it's ongoing until the trade deadline, so they don't have to go crazy, but the playoffs itself would be the issue, and you know you got to have some kind of a training camp. Yeah, I really don't know. They got a lot, to, a lot of shit to think about. And do they have some kind of a training camp before they start the playoffs? Because I heard the they fuck, would. I heard the they. Fuck, they yeah, I was gonna say because who wants to watch a bunch of fucking guys who haven't played hockey for? I mean, you might as well just come to my beer league game <laughs> once they reopen. And it's <laughs> and it's whatever they do get, it's still gonna be a little choppy and rough at first. I heard, I thought I heard four to five days like in a row and then just game start. So I don't know. That could change. Everybody's on level playing field. It does help injuries. Oh yeah. But the flyers are only really suffering. Well, JVR broke his hand. Yeah. So he'd be back. And so would Myers. Myers was the other one. I thought there was one minor one, but I can't remember. But yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody at that point was, is suffering from some sort of injury, but they're just Um, playing. Nate yeah. Thompson got hurt. Is that it? I don't, I don't remember. Nate it was, Thompson's a non-factor for the playoffs, maybe. I was thinking about that yesterday, uh, how they, they went and traded for Ryan Grant and Nate Thompson, and 
They played Derek him once. Derek Graham, sorry. And like uh, they played Ryan Graham, former running back, Green Bay Packers. Brick <laughs> <laughs> shit house. That's who we <laughs> So these guys played in six or seven games for their new team. The Flyers moved whatever picks and that's it. Uh, doesn't that seem a little odd to anybody else? It sucks, but I think some other teams got it really bad. Like I got to change sports on you, but how about the Dodgers trading for Mookie Betts? And they might he might just hit free agency and then oh get shit out of God. him. Yeah, that's a great point right there. I mean, it's one of those things. Like we, it's nothing's gonna come out where it's fair for everybody. You just, it's just gonna have to bite the bullet and not bitch because it's not gonna get you anywhere. So it is what it is. I'm wondering since there's not gonna be any home uh, home ice advantage if. Why do they got to play a seven-game series? Why not play like a five or even a three-game series? You, you know, don't, you don't change the playoff format like that in Why? my personal because it's the Stanley Cup fucking playoffs. But you got to squeeze it in been, in like a, a month and a half. I don't care. How are you going to play? What if every series goes to seven games? I don't care. I do not care. Well, you should care. Got to be seven games. I don't care. <laughs> Next season can be pushed to December for all I give a shit. Okay. All right. What about this? The first round is three games. The next round's five games. And the last two rounds are seven games. That's not fair. Why? Because everybody's coming off no, pretty much no training camp and coming in no playoff. So essentially raw talent's going to win games. Flyers got a lot of that. Listen, I agree with so everything Kyle saying. I agree with everything Kyle just said, but I also just said myself, getting what's fair is probably not going to happen here, and we're going to have to bite the bullet. Pittsburgh Penguins, Stanley Cup champs. I, it would not shock me. No. Gary Bittman said God, no. the Flyers will play, play the Penguins, and all three games will be played in Pittsburgh. I wouldn't. It would not phase me. <laughs> I would totally believe it. The only stadium allowed fans... It's Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, that's because they need more people in there. If the if the Pittsburgh Penguins win the Stanley Cup, I will actually cry. Because that would be the most fucked up ending to this season. That would be pretty fucked up. Not going to lie. I maybe I won't cry, but I'd be pretty Not upset. It's okay. I'll bring the tissues. Thank you. All right. So, yeah, I think we're all in agreement that we'd rather watch some form of Stanley Cup playoffs even without fans, then, you know, not and, have anything at all. And just wrapping the season up like, yeah, it's over. Yeah, a little bit of closure at least, you know. Yeah, they did finish it. But I mean, it, no matter what happens, I feel like there's going to be some kind of asterisk on the season anyway. Did you, you hear know, what I, Drew Dowdy said? What? He said, whoever, if, if there is a Stanley Cup winner this year, it's going to be a fraud Stanley Cup. It's going to be a fraud Fraud's, fraud's dramatic. I wouldn't go say I wouldn't say fraud. I understand his thinking though. I got into an argument with your cousin Jimmy. Uh, he was like, "Oh, Bobrovsky is a great goalie." It was when he won his first Vesna. Well, that was in uh, the first, the lockout year where we missed a portion of the season, like half the season. I was like, "Yeah, well, it's half a season, you know." Was, he's like, "So?" I'm like, "Yeah, it wasn't a full season." Like I, I agreed with him, but I was like, "But it wasn't a full season." You know what I mean? This was what the fraud. Flyers. Fraud is not the right word. I mean, this is coming from a team that's de- like close to dead last. Of course, that's how we think. Yeah, fuck your daddy. Yeah, like, come on. You I know, said but, the same exact thing. I'm like, it's easy for a guy whose team hasn't done shit all fucking year to say that. Like, he's been, he's been terrible. I hear he's not been happy down <laughs> He's been having like, a shit season. Who asked him on his opinion anyway? His team's not going to fucking sniff the playoffs. So what the fuck does he care? 
he doesn't have an opinion because he's not even involved in the, what we're talking about. So, yeah, nobody so I cares. Thought, I thought Fraudulent is not the right word. I I understand the thinking, like an asterisk, you know, like it, yeah, but this happened kind of thing, but it's not fraudulent at all by any means. No, no, because they still had to go out and play the games. So if anything, games. It, if anything, it made it harder because the you know teams on a roll or you know the teams are all in there, they got to stop and then start back up. It's like, all right, well, I guess we got to do this. I agree. Flyers are a perfect example. Like that's what happened is really screwed up for them. They were playing great. They were doing everything right. The GMs, they did what they had to do and add to their teams to go for this cup run. And it got stopped by some bullshit. And if they get it going again, it, listen, they played like 70 games, close to 70 games. That's most of the season. Yeah. So to say it's fraudulent is an absolute joke. Yeah, I mean, they would really have to derail at this point to miss the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It's, the standings are almost set in stone as it is. So fraudulent's a joke, and it's funny when you look at, like we said, where he is in the standings and the comments. It's like, okay, okay, buddy. It is kind of a douche. Some people it? would say that his, you know, Norris winning season was fraudulent because Carlson was clear, far and away the better defenseman, but they felt it was owed to him because he's been so good for so long and never won the award, almost like a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> yeah, you know, so he can suck on that. <laughs> Let's get back to our top or our, our votes here. Jack, you finished with Kevin Hayes with sixty-four percent. Kyle, you finished with Albe Kubel actually stormed back. Oh, oh, what? What? No way. Yeah, thirty-five percent of the votes. You're Nicholas, so full of it, bro. Nicholas so full of it. Kubel. I have it sitting in front of me, man. I even have a reason down here for Albe Kubel. Stop it. Albe Kubel looks like he has a small wiener, therefore Kyle is Albe Kubel. Oh. Holy Proof. shit, it really does say that. <laughs> you refresh your page, Kyle? Yeah, refresh it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Kyle is well, 40%. Small wiener, but a hard wrist shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake Vor- Jake Voracek, 40%. All right, Jake. Uh, it looks like mine ended with Scott Law and 35%. So thank you, God. Not you Michael. Ended. Oh. 17 hours, 25 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop voting Michael Raffle. All right. Retweet that shit. And uh, our poll that we're going to revisit next week: Would you rather have who would you rather have in their prime, Matt Reed or Michael Raffle? Raffle has 52% of the votes right now, with 42 votes in. I just voted. It's up to 53. Okay. <laughs> Seems to be getting some uh, some attention in that poll. So that's going to be a cool one to revisit. Kyle, you mentioned you wanted to do some would-you-rather questions. Do you still want to do those? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. Let me bring some up here. I got you. I'll take care of you. That sounded awfully rapey. I'll take care of you, Kyle. Are you falling asleep? I'll take care of you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing that out. Why? Because you can't say rape. I didn't say rape. I said it yeah. sounded rapey. Oh. Now this is a would you rather things, video. Things sound rapey all the time. Hardest would you rather questions on the internet. Oh boy. Explicit. We're going explicit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm just going to pick randomly here. All right, ready? 
First one's to Kyle. Would you rather end the life of a single human being or 100 cute baby animals? One human being. Wow. That's easy. Wow. Says a lot about you. I can think of a lot of people in prison right now for like child rape that I would gladly end their lives before I killed some innocent fucking creature for no reason. Okay. Let me find another hard one here. (laughs) Oh my God. Jack, would you rather eat your dead friend or kill your dog and eat it when you are marooned on a lonely island? Eat my dead friend. Oh my god. Dog's a, family, bro. That's a fuck. Whatever you say, Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I don't want to be marooned on an island either. Fucking end up eating my own foot. Why? What would bring <laughs> you to that? I'm not I'm on an island. I'm just gonna I'm eat my Tom foot. Hanks. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't fucking making no fire. Kyle. Would you rather swim three hundred meters through shit? Or 300 meters uh, through dead bodies. Why is he laughing? <laughs> I swam 300 meters through dead bodies before, so I'd like to try shit. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm kidding. I would probably go dead bodies. Yeah. But what if the dead... You Are know they that... like fresh dead bodies? Like, they, like do they still like... Do they not stink? Like, were they just killed? You know, like... They were just question. killed. It's a big difference. I'm going to swim through the hundred dead bodies because dead bodies don't bother me, but swimming through shit would. (laughs) (laughs) Don't the dead bodies shit themselves? As soon as they die, yeah. All right. Talking like two hours after they're dead. If you tossed them in a a pool. through them motherfuckers (laughs) okay so two hours after they die they start shitting themselves right could you swim 300 meters in 10 minutes i don't know that's like a long fucking ways ain't it so there's a chance that as you're swimming through these dead bodies they start shitting themselves no (laughs) 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 they shit themselves as soon as they as soon as they expire yeah like you get halfway through and it's just they don't they fucking wait to shit themselves. Yeah, Kyle gets halfway. Oh my god, they're starting to shit. I need to move faster. <laughs> shit. Uh, all right. Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent? Funniest, hands down. Okay. Would you rather have seven fingers on each hand or have seven toes on each foot? Seven fingers. Why? Why the fuck not? He's a gamer. Yeah, <laughs> I would dominate people. I'd be able to play two controllers at the same time. He could, he could have more <laughs> doobies in his hands while he's playing. Huh? Now, now, edit that out. My, somebody. <laughs> <want to listen. laughs> now, now. <laughs> would you rather lose your ability to hear or lose your ability to walk? Oh man, that's a sh- ear. Yeah, I'd rather lose my ability to hear. Because most likely if I walk, I'm not having sex. If I, if I can't walk, I'm not. It doesn't not. say that. I get where you're coming from with that, but it doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah, but if I can't walk, I'm probably not getting a lot of girls, you know? You can be like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah, he got laid. And he got legs. <laughs> yeah, but I was, never, I was never in the Army or anything, the Marines. doesn't matter. You ever see Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Be a goddamn nom is what happened. Go get me a mean <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm already deaf, so it makes no difference to me. Couldn't what? even answer, Jim. Fun Say. fact. Fun fact. I am 110% deaf in my left ear. Oh, good to know. Goddamn thing. Wow. Oh, here's Jim? a good one. Yes. Would you rather be happy and content but not achieve much or never be satisfied but achieve a lot? The first well, one. Did you really did you really achieve anything if you're not happy and content? That's that's my thing. I actually agree with Jim's answer. I'm like if I'm not satisfied, do I feel like I achieved anything? I I don't know. What's my name's on a building or something, but if you're not right. satisfied, what do I care? You end up driving yourself nuts that way. Yep. Yeah, definitely right. the first one. That's pretty much my life right now. I haven't achieved shit, and I'm extremely happy. All right, Jim. Yes. If you could only communicate via text or email, what would it be? Text. Yeah, definitely text. I don't. I hate email. Like, like somebody will send me an email, and they'll be, oh, did you, did you get my email? No, because I don't check my email. Like, why don't you send me a text? I get it instantly. You know what I mean? So email would frustrate me. It would piss me off. Why? What would you guys pick? I would probably do text as well. It's just quicker. Would you rather cry from your mouth or talk out of your nose? (laughs) (laughs) If I cry from my mouth, everybody think I was just drooling and I was hungry. (laughs) I think I want to talk out my nose. That'd be hysterical. (laughs) I would just be a ventriloquist. Uh-huh. I, I would be the most successful ventriloquist of all time. Uh-huh. I got one. Would you rather not shower for a week and not brush your teeth for a week? Yeah, oh my God. I would just kill myself. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to live. I'm guessing I would rather take the shower than brushing my teeth. I'm going to be the oddball here. I'd rather, I have to brush my teeth. They like my teeth actually, like if I don't brush them for a day, like they fucking ache and feel weird and shit. And I just, I don't sweat a lot, so I don't know. All right. I would definitely, I think although, I would go shower. Although, if I did sweat, I'd have to take a shower. That would, that would suck. That would absolutely That's suck. my deal. <laughs> I, I, my job, I get fucking filthy. When I was carrying mail on the street, I'd have to shower. Now that I'm in the office in the AC, it's a little different. Would you rather be trapped for an hour in a room full of mosquitoes or a room full of rats? You know, at first glance, I want to say mosquitoes because, oh, it's fucking rats. But, you know, mosquitoes, there's probably so many more of them in there. And talk about constantly being annoyed by something. I mean, it might drive drive me crazy with the rats. You know, I think if I killed enough of them, I could form somewhat of a circle and just slowly start killing them off. Where the mosquitoes would be endless before I killed them all. And that would be so annoying. (laughs) It would drive me insane. King of the rats. Rat king. Yeah, your your rat hammer. Your rat bat. Kyle, <laughs> what would you pick? I, oh, Jim. Uh-oh, he <laughs> muted himself. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I got one for you, Jim. Okay. Would you rather have telepathy or a telekinesis? What's telekinesis again? You can move the ability to move things with your mind versus the ability to read minds. I would rather be able to read minds for sure. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, just because I... You don't want to have the force. You literally have the force. 
You yeah. rather know what everybody's thinking. What would I do with that? You can fuck. You could find out what everybody's thinking by choking them from across the fucking room. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's right. I guess that's kind of cool. All right, I rewrote that one. Ready? Would you rather have? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have access to your phone with no internet, or access to a computer with internet but not your phone? I can text on my computer. No texting. Yeah, I'll take the computer because I have internet access and pretty much I can email over text if I had to. At least the options there. Yeah, I'll find a way. Email at the laptop. Put that shit in my pocket. Here's one. Would you rather be in jail for five years and think about everything that comes with that or be in a coma for 10 years? But when you come out of jail, you're a bad dude, probably tough to get a job, that's stained on your record. Come out of a coma, you're you. You're still a good person and all that, and you have your life. What the fuck? And if you come out of jail, you get crushed by a squid. And if you come out of the coma, you can't buy a shirt. You go to jail jail for six months, that shit could stick with you the rest of your life. My asshole will probably be a lot wider. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't be taking off your shirt and in jail, Jim. Dude, going to jail is one of my biggest fears. I I think I'd take the coma. (laughs) It'd suck. Like, just this right here. Like, this is nothing compared to jail. But even this is kind of, like, getting me, like... I feel nuts sometimes. Like, uh, what can I do? Like, you got to keep your mind busy. Jail, like, you're, st- it's like you're in a coma, but you're awake. Like, you're stuck. You got to do whatever somebody tells you to do all day. I would bug the fuck out. I would, there, I wouldn't survive. So I might pick coma. Yeah, I, I couldn't, know, I couldn't be there alone. Coma too. Like, if I don't have to experience, you know, ten, okay, ten years go, goes by like that, but. Five years in jail. I wonder how long that's going to feel. You know. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I think I'll go coma. Would you rather chew on thumbtacks or chew on broken glass? Oh my god, it's lose lose. I think I would go with thumbtacks. You you chew on thumbtacks over broken glass. Why you sound? You have experience chewing broken glass, Kyle. Like, why are you so surprised by that? If you break glass, it's. I mean, if you chew glass, it's only going to break more and give more cuts and shit. At least, you know, it's somewhat controlled with the uh, tax. God damn it! I'll go thumbtacks too. I guess not that I would want to do either one. Would you rather eat somebody else's shit or somebody else's throw up? <laughs> I would kill myself. <laughs> I'll go with the throw up. At least there might be some food in there besides peanuts. Peanuts. (laughs) Jim, you're going to have to add that. I'm going to throw up right now, man. I can't even think about that. I'll puke. You had me swimming through dead bodies or shit. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like (laughs) the dead bodies is like, you know. They're dead human bodies. That was pretty sick. Pretty (laughs) sick, Chubbs. Would you rather be a Flyers fan for one year and see them win a cup if it meant you had to be a Pittsburgh fan for the rest of your life? No. No, I couldn't do it. I, I, the second the parade ended, I'd jump, I'd jump off a building. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it. No, no. You, you brought up a good question, though. Would you rather – See the Flyers win one cup followed by 20 years of just dog shit play or 
always see them competitive, always come close, but never actually win the cup. I already uh, seen that. I've never seen a cup. I'll take the cup. I would too. Dog shit. I would too, but think about I've seen it. That, you know? I, now I've seen the dog shit, and I've seen the we've come close a bunch of times and didn't get it. So I, I just th- third time's the charm. I just <laughs> the easy, the easy answer or the quick answer based on what we've seen is the cup. But think about it. Say they won tomorrow, like they this year didn't happen with Corona. They won, and then the rest of your life basically or twenty years of it, they're not just nowhere near the pl- like winning the cup they're nowhere near the playoffs they're just whatever i'll stop watching uh, <laughs> <laughs> you still do the podcast though yeah fuck yeah <laughs> you guys still watching that dog shit <laughs> <laughs> just hearing jim bitch not oh stop about what if the flyers sucked for the next 20 years he's saying if you took the cup but then they were horrible for the next 20 years yeah, I would take the cup. Like, right? Like, for example, like the Eagles won the Super Bowl and they I'm haven't done shit. still fucking talking about it. Well, they haven't done shit like the last two years and I'm perfectly okay with it because I True. saw them win. But, but they're not going like 2 and 14. I'm like, right, I'm talking, like yeah, like the, say the Flyers are like what Detroit is this year, like for 20 years. Yeah. That's a long I time. Take, I take I, Detroit's cups over what they're doing right now. Yeah. Like I gladly watch what they're doing right now if it meant I had what do they have five cups? Four cups, five? I think, I think they might have more cuz they their original six. But I get your point. Yeah, cuz if you're going to bust Detroit's fans balls, they're just going to be like, "Well, we won five cups. Like how many you got?" You know? Now I'm curious yeah. to see how many cups they have. They have at least 3. I, I mean in the last couple in the last like 15, 20 years. See, they won what, like two or three in the '90s. They won one in the 2000s. Once they won one in the early 2000s. I don't think they did though. I think that was Colorado and New Jersey. So they definitely have three. I wonder if they have more. They're pretty yeah. bad in the '80s, so I don't know. I don't think they did much in the '70s. Holy shit, we were way off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We're I mean, close. I said I think they have more because they're an original six, but I never would have guessed 11. They won in 1936, 1937, 1943, 1950, 1950, 1954, 1955, and then not until 1997, 98, 2002, and 2008. Uh, they did get an early one in the 2000s, so there you go. Oh, yeah, there you go. So and can we scrub 55, 50, if we scrub 55, 54, 52, 50, 43, 37, and 36, they've only won four in essentially our lifetimes. Yeah. It's double us. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's, it's more than double us. I've never seen the Flyers win a cup. Oh, you mean what we in our seen. lifetimes? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them go to two, and that was it. Both L's. What do you guys think? Are we done? Mm. You look, Kyle, you look like you have more to say. I'm just coming up with more stupid things. Yeah, I had to I had to close it out. I would have kept asking. I'm just looking around the room. Would you rather eat soap every morning or spray perfume in your mouth every morning? I'd go with the perfume. Really? Soap tastes horrible. <laughs> you know that from experience? You ever get in trouble as a little kid? Say a bad word? Oh, yeah. 
I've had many bars of soup. <laughs> we used to get hot pepper. I used yeah. to get the spatula, pepper, uh, soap. What the fuck I usually just I got a clothesline. Then he started being more, uh, you know, normal. Wait, what's the clothesline? You got hooked you know, on the clothesline? You know, where they bounce line? you against the ropes and they hit you across the chest and you hit the ground. <laughs> you used to get clotheslined? I used to get this shit kicked out of me. It was like stone cold in the rock in my house. <laughs> Holy shit. I backtalked my mom once. The next thing I knew, I was looking at the ceiling. I had to <laughs> hit me. Man, how times have changed. Yeah, I know, right? They'd be both in jail. <laughs> and I didn't even say anything. <laughs> like, I have no pet. We've been quarantined for what? Like a month? I'm already losing my mind. Like, I haven't been quarantined. I've, my yeah, days I'm not, not quarantined. I don't changed. know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I go to work six days a week, baby. Eight hours a day, sometimes more. I need, I need human contact. I need human interaction. Well, you're on those dating sites, right? Yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> Why? They're not allowed over? No. <laughs> no, they, they, they're not, no. I feel like we hit a rough subject. Tim, Jim's uh, voice got really uh, depressed. No, I'm not like, depressed. Yeah. It's like the, the beginning of the episode was uh, Jim Exotic from uh, the beginning of Tiger King. <laughs> and <laughs> it turned quickly to Jim Exotic at the on end. the phone from prison. <laughs> <laughs> They ain't gonna keep me locked up in here. That's I'm gonna say whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna get that Carol Baskin. It's her I've been saying that all day at work. Anything goes wrong, that was that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> Maybe, did you guys watch the new episode? There's no new episode. Yeah, no, there's a like, new one. It's like a talk show, ain't it? Is it? That's what I heard. It's like Talking Dead, but with the cast or with. Oh God, no. Are they might have zero that. interest in listening to those people talk? <laughs> Can we just do an entire show in a southern accent? Next I think we week? get in trouble. I could try. I'll probably break. <laughs> I'll probably say something really stupid. I tell you right now, I'll get too into character. Be like method acting. <laughs> yeah, because they could say a lot of things down there. Mm. Oh, Jack, would go, Jack would go in the. Uh... I probably shouldn't even say that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. Let's wrap it up. We'll be back next week, guys. Monday or Tuesday. The episode will be out midweek. And follow us on Twitter. At HW underscore radio underscore. We got some good polls going. We're in the Elite Eight for best hockey name. That's been going on for like a month and a half. Screw that up. So best hockey name. Make sure you find the uh, my, Matt whatever the fuck, Matt Reed versus Michael Roffel poll. What else are we doing? Anything special? Check out the Isaac Ratcliffe episode. No, that was great. Yeah, it was fun. These guys are in quarantine too. See what they're up to. Yeah. Kyle had a couple guys on Enforcer's Corner. Who'd you have on, Kyle? I had Pete Vandermeer, and then I had Chris Digman. I'm going to be releasing Jason Strudwick next week. Yeah. It's a good time. It. You guys got to check it out. That's yeah, a good show. Doing good work over there. And, uh, yeah. A couple plus months going on. We're pumping out the content. Yeah. If you want to call what we do content. Huh. Anything content. Even an entire episode of, uh, is technically content. (laughs) (laughs) 
if any of you guys listen to metal out there, uh, like death metal type stuff, I had uh, Tim Howley on an episode yesterday of uh, Fit for an Autopsy. So check that one out. If you haven't heard of Fit for an Autopsy and you're into some heavier music, check them out. Awesome band. Uh, you can help. <laughs> What's funny? You're us, dude. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even like, notice I did it until you said like, I can't. Stick it. They're like sticking out to me like a sore thumb now because we were just talking about it. <laughs> so I had uh, Timothy from a uh, fit from an autopsy. Talking, I hear from uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. <laughs> all. Okay. Man, yeah, it's really hard. That. It's the I first know. thing I want to say. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend like that. He asked him a question. It's he was like he needed a buffer to like let his brain catch up. I mean, yeah, what do you want to drink? Like, <laughs> a spinning <laughs> circle. <a> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you want to drink? Huh? Oh, I'll take a Coke. It's just like I just wait him out. I don't have to ask the question again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Back next week. Thanks for listening. Good, Stay safe. Uh, bye. Wash your hands. Wear your goddamn mask. And uh, let's flatten this fucking curve. I'll go with the throb. At least there might be some food in there besides penis. All right. Let's All right. Start. Let's start. Let's do this. All right. So, uh. Whoop Welcome to go- High and Wide Radio. Today we're going to discuss Jim's small cock. All right. Let's start. Well, before we get too drunk here. Yo. Oh, wait a second. Bye, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Suck on that apple.